0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. everyone, and welcome back to the Dudes of That Care. My name is Candice Gish. If this is your very first time checking us out, welcome. We're so excited that you're here checking us out and, you know, listening to our amazing show that we're going to be having today. Uh, we've been doing this now for 12 years, and we're listening to it in over 30 countries around the world. And honestly, it's because of all of our fantastic hosts, all of our dynamic guests that come on our program, and all of our great listeners that really have been a part of our journey. You know, you guys have been sharing, liking, and commenting on all of our shows and really supporting the people that have been around here um, for all these years. So we just appreciate that. And we always love having new people check us out. So a huge welcome to you. All right. I have an amazing guest that's going to be checking us out and going to be talking with us today. And I'm really excited because I haven't had the opportunity to talk to this guest before. His name is Max Ivy, and Max is quite extraordinary. A friend of mine introduced us months ago, and I've had a chance to go through his website. You know, I've been following him and checking him out, and oh my goodness, guys, you're going to love him. So I'm excited to be interviewing him today. So Max, welcome to the Divas at Care.
1: Well, thank you, Ken. I appreciate the welcome, and I look forward to us having a good conversation.
0: Well, I'm excited too, Max. One of the things I always ask my guests, is to introduce themselves. So would you mind spending a few minutes, you know, telling us a little bit about who you are?
1: Sure. I am Maxwell Ivy, and I'm known around the world as the blind blogger. I grew up in a family of carnival owners, and all I ever really wanted to do was be part of the business. I also grew up knowing eventually I would lose most, if not all, of my vision to retinitis pigmentosa or RP. Uh, However, with the encouragement of family members, teachers, scout leaders, etc., I graduated from traditional high schools and colleges. I achieved the rank of Eagle Scout, making me one of the few blind eagles. Uh, I was able to participate in our family business for about 15 years before my dad's death. Eventually caused us to go out of business. And in 2007, I realized that I needed something new to do. So I started helping other people sell their used rides. And I did that through a website called the Midway Marketplace. And in 2007, there wasn't any WordPress or Facebook or Wi-Fi, And I didn't have any money or skills. So I had to teach myself how to code HTML to get my website online. I had to learn a whole bunch of other things about running a business. And people came along and said, you know, Max, we're really impressed with all the things you've accomplished and how you take on these challenging goals, and we'd like to hear more of what it's like to be a blind entrepreneur. So I said, sure. I started a second website as net, and since then, I've shared my experiences and the lessons I think people can learn from them. I've written four books, two of them award winners, traveled the country solo, been on hundreds of podcasts. Helped other people share their stories on podcasts and eventually started my own show called What's Your Excuse? And, uh, most recently I started, yeah, most recently I started a podcast network under the same name, What's Your Excuse to Help Other People with Disabilities Start Their Own Podcasts and Share Their Stories. So it's, uh, it's a long, uh, rambling path that I've been on since (laughs) 2007. But I, as I tell people, that's probably why my favorite song and the and what was the theme song for my life and my podcast for years was the river by Garth Brooks. Yeah. Oh my. Oh gosh. yeah. I forgot to I, I forgot to mention I I recently started writing songs and have re- recorded two so far, including the new theme song for my podcast.
0: Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, we're just honored that you've taken the time to chat with us today.
1: Oh, this is the most fun thing that I do and. I wish more people understood the emotional value of having these kinds of conversations, and mm-hmm. realized that you get to do something that's fun, that you don't have to think too hard about, that you don't have to bust up your schedule to get to, and you get to do that as a way of telling people your story, attracting new audiences, and promoting your business. So, what better, what other thing <laughs> could I be doing right now that would be better than this? You know,
0: a lot. Well, and it's great, and I can't wait to learn more about your books. But this is absolutely inspiring. And that's what we do at the Divas that Care. We want to hear these stories. And, oh, my goodness, Max, like this is incredible. Um, you probably had a lot of challenges, like you were saying, over the years in order to start teaching other people how to do podcasting and blogging. And, and I really love that. We had talked a few minutes before the program and about different platforms that um, individuals with disabilities would Respond a little bit better to, and you know, I want to talk a little bit about that because it is probably a challenge for individuals to kind of access a lot of stuff through like social media that we're talking, and a lot of things are online. So, how does how do you help individuals do that?
1: Right. Well, when it comes to there's there's I, to me there's like two different areas here because in the area of podcasting, blogging, or just writing, a lot of what you do is frustrating and aggravating and, you know, things you curse you from day to day. But then there are things that are just, in my opinion, totally inaccessible. And that has to do with online publishing. So I know very few blind people who have done their own self-publishing through Amazon or Lulu or whatever the latest new platform is for self-publishing and I most of the people I know who sell their merchandise online even have had to get help either from volunteers or from paid assistants to submit their uh artwork to the online print on demand companies that people use to sell things like shirts and hats and et cetera so mm-hmm. uh in that area you know usually you end up having to find a family member a volunteer an intern or pay somebody and mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned that we met through a mutual friend. Uh, Her name is Catherine Lyon, and she runs the Authors' Den. She does a great job getting publicity publicity for other authors, and she has been one of those people that's been there for me to submit my book to book awards competitions or to fill out applications for speaking events where the submission form was not accessible. And it's kind of funny how I never thought of myself as an accessibility expert, but over the last couple of years, I seem to have become kind of the expert for a lot of people that don't have the money or don't know who to ask as far as you know figuring out how to make their submission forms or their websites accessible, and that's been kind of an interesting side benefit to putting myself out there as much as I have through blog posts and podcast interviews like your wonderful show here. So, but social media is aggravating. I think I don't think there's really any difference between. The blind and the sighted, none of us like Facebook or Twitter Mm -hmm. and we tolerate LinkedIn and Instagram and all these other sites, but we, you know, we all just find our way and uh, when you're visually impaired, your way is determined partly by the technology you can afford, by the training you can get for it, and by your own comfort level, which I mentioned comfort level when we were talking about uh, platforms like blog talk radio and other places to record a podcast. So Uh, when it came to my book, I was very fortunate a couple of years before I, uh, wrote my first book, I connected with a woman named Lorraine regularly, who runs a business called wording well. And she noticed I was having trouble with my other website. I I have a website called midwaymarketplace.com where I still help people sell used rides. And she noticed I was having a problem with the blog where my images were covering up the words and. As she explained to me, people don't have the kind of patience it takes to work around something like that. So I was costing myself traffic. So she reached out. We got on Skype, and she helped me figure out how to fix it, and that began our friendship. And then a couple of years later, I was challenged to write a book for a online summit. Or as I like to say, somebody dared me to write a book, and I just – and I got – and uh, the 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 summit fell through, but I re- rediscovered my love for writing, and I kept writing, and then I got to that point that all us authors get to when you're like, there really isn't much more to tell here, but there ain't enough here to publish. This isn't good enough or grand enough or long enough. I'm sure you've been there, Candace. Uh <laughs> Yes, we, we've all been there when the grim ones start to come out and play and, and they taunt us, come on, nobody wants to read this. And I kept showing it to friends that I trusted, and eventually one of them said, hey, Max, this is really good. It's the perfect size. It ended up being 84 pages when we formatted it and published it. The book is called Leading You Out of the Darkness Into the Light, A Blind Man's Inspirational, Gu- Inspirational Guide to Success. It was my first book. She said it's the perfect size. Okay. She said you – yeah. She told me she had printed it out and started carrying it around in her briefcase and she said, You know, Max, I know who your editor is and if you don't send us off to her and get and get this published, I'm gonna send it to her for you. So that that kind of put an end to it and it was like, Okay, I don't wanna be called out because basically I don't I I, you know, I just don't like doing that. So I started working with the Rain in I think November. We finally got it published on Amazon in January. We had the print copies I think out in April of two thousand and fourteen and oh yeah. It was a great experience and uh for, for people who are self published authors, I you can I can't tell you uh too strongly how important it is to at least purchase one or two print copies of your book. And these are my reasons. Uh, one, it feels so much more tangible, and it feels like you've done so much more if you can hold the book in your hand. Uh, the other is is you take is the best picture I ever took was the picture of me holding the first copy of my first book. And the third thing is is it makes you more uh, believable because trust me, if you sit down in a Starbucks or on a train or a plane and somebody asks you what you do and you tell them you're a writer. Their first response is, Oh no, not another one of these idiots <laughs> yeah. I, I may not be able to see their facial expressions, but trust me, I can tell what they are thinking. And but if you whip out a copy of your book and show it to them and go, Yeah, I wrote this and uh then it's like, Well, they they really are an author and then the really cool thing is if you ha- if you're if you get to that point where you're like yeah i did this this is this is great work and just the accomplishment of publishing it has value then you can be that kind of person you're having a conversation with a stranger around your book and you get them to take their wallet out and buy that buy a copy of it so uh that's one of my one of my most fun lessons for authors is carry copies of your books around with you because it gives you credibility and you may make some sales
0: Oh, I love that. I don't think anybody's ever said that before.
1: Really? I'm surprised. I, I thought it was something I was saying everybody already knew some of the time.
0: No, I, I don't think we've had any author on our program that's ever said that, so I love that tip. So for any of our listeners out there that are looking at, you know, writing a book or your next book, you know, definitely that is a fantastic thing to do.
1: Yeah. yeah. My One of my favorite experiences was in 2018, my my flight was delayed on the way to a speaking event, and I had to spend the night in a hotel, and I uh, got to talking to the passenger support person that was pushing me in a wheelchair, and the next thing I know, I'm selling him a copy of the Blind Blogger's New York City Adventures book, and had an extra 30 <laughs> bucks in my pocket to go to the hotel with.
0: That's awesome. I love that story. Oh, my goodness. Max, this has been fantastic. I want to ask you, you know, you you mentioned earlier in the program that you do a podcast and that you interview people and, um, and share their stories and inspire others. Can you share a little bit about that? Because our listeners love checking out other podcasts. So what is that all about? Right. The,
1: the podcast is called What's Your Excuse? And I interview people who have overcome adversity or thrived in spite of difficult life circumstances. And I have interviewed some people with disabilities, but uh, not everybody who comes on my show has a disability. It's it's really about the challenges they have overcome as opposed to the person they are today. And as the host, my biggest challenge is to get people to spend more time talking about how they got there and less time talking about how great their life is now. As <laughs> So um, it lasts about 45 minutes or so each episode the podcast is not edited and that is basically when I when I started the podcast I'm I'm still not a good editor and I realized that if I waited until I could edit the podcast or until I could hire an (laughs) editor then I would never release the podcast and I thought to myself what's better you know who does it serve if the audio was sitting here on my laptop not not going anywhere so I I said you know people say Max is is a solutions finder. They talked about me having a no excuses mindset. And a bunch of people over the years have said, if Max can do it, then what's my excuse? So I thought, you know, just because everybody else would do it that way doesn't mean I have to. And I really had a deep conversation with myself like, okay, Max, what is the goal? What are the available solutions? And I settled on the fact that Posting it recorded live like they did television back in the golden age in the 50s and 60s was <laughs> yeah. my only real option, and I did it, and people have loved it. And I want to share this with people who are considering a podcast. When I, Even now, I don't have the greatest of technology. It's not because of budget. It's because I find that the the better the gear is, the more things there are that can go wrong with it. And I'm not a tech person, so I like to avoid stuff like that. But the, but the thing is, is I started, you know, in 2016, so I've been podcasting off and on for six years. I've been recording video off and on for four years and what I, and, you know, if people want to, they can go back to the very first few episodes and they'll see a guy reclining on his bed, bad lighting, camera looking up his nose Uh, recording it with headphones. I mean, not the greatest of technical standards, but between the posts that I would record myself and the interviews I'd have with people, I was able to build a following because I focused on what I could do something about, which was find the best guests I can find, ask them the questions I hoped my guests would want me to ask them and then let the conversation take us where it would. And, uh, it turns out that that's a really good formula. And yes, the is. fact that I, you know, accepted what I couldn't do and just said, all right, let's just go ahead and do this stuff and get it out there uh has really resonated with a lot of people to the point that I've, I've given talks at several national podcasting conferences on the subjects of uh, putting yourself out there, just going ahead and pressing publish and, and it's one of the things I feel Good like. For you. Really, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know.
0: Oh, oh my <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. it's still
0: so great. Matt, so because it. That's really it really inspires people. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, you don't have to, everybody's always worried about being perfect. And there's no such thing as perfection. You know, get out there like you're saying, be authentic and you know, share with the world who you are.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the things I feel like I, I really helps me when I'm talking to somebody with a disability or or somebody with a disability especially living in you know some of the less developed countries like Africa and Latin, Latin America is, is I can approach them with the idea that a podcast doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be complicated, doesn't have to be expensive.
0: So where can our listeners go and check this out? Because I know that they're probably like, what is this all about? I want to listen to him. So what is your? Where can they listen to all your podcasts?
1: Sure, they can find my books, merchandise, hire me to get them booked on podcasts, and they can listen to my podcast at the BlindBlogger.net. That's the BlindBlogger.net. They can also send an email to just ask at the BlindBlogger.net. My podcast can be found from the website. It's also on all the, the major podcast players. The What's Your Excuse Show, and if you like, you can just tell Siri, Alexa, or Google to play What's Your Excuse. <laughs> and just yeah, and just mm-hmm. one last link. If they want to check out the other podcasts hosted by people with disabilities like me, they can go to com.
0: And for our listeners, too, they can go and check you out if they want to work with you and have you, you know, teach them how to do stuff?
1: Exactly, yeah. I look forward to hearing from them, seeing what their goals
0: are, and, and doing my best to help them accomplish them. Oh, that's awesome! Okay, Max. The so one last question I do have for you is that you you mentioned that you have four books out there. Can you just give us the names of all of your books so that our listeners can go and check them out?
1: Sure, uh, they can find all of my books on Amazon at my just by going with my name Maxwell Ivy or searching for the Blind Blogger. But the titles are first the first one leading you out of the darkness into the light, a blind man's inspirational guide to success. The second one is it's not the cookie, it's the bag a guide to weight loss success. The third one is the the blind bloggers New York City adventures how you can make your dreams come true. And the fourth one is the blind bloggers first speaking and signing adventures how you can talk to your fears. And we may have to rework the title on that one because for some reason when people hear speaking and signing they think American sign language, not book signing. Oh, okay.
0: That makes sense. Yes, and then that is that your newest book, speaking and signing. That's Adventures? my latest
1: book. Yes, I'm currently working on the conclusion to this, to to those last two books uh, to finish up my uh, the travels prior to what I consider was my my triumphant moment as a public speaker when I received a standing ovation at Podfest Expo in 2020 for. Uh, talk I gave on facing fears, overcoming o- obstacles, and just go ahead and, and start that podcast. Uh, Congratulations. It was really,
0: that is awesome. Oh yeah,
1: it was, it was a really cool moment to finished that series of books, especially because I not only delivered the message and gave a lot of value to potential podcasters, but, uh, the room was full. People were standing against the walls. People were standing out in the hallway listening to me. Uh, I closed with, with a song, which I always do, and th- they liked my singing. And then I got a standing ovation. And it was uh, really, considering it was like the last public event most of us did before COVID locked everything down, it was a great yeah. way to finish off that part of my life.
0: Oh my gosh, that is fantastic! I love it. Well, Max Ivy, I have had such an amazing time chatting with you today. Do you have any tips or tools that you want to leave our listeners today?
1: I would say the most important thing is ask yourself what works for you, because quite often our problem isn't finding solutions, it's finding solutions that fit our particular circumstances at the time. And uh, also never be afraid to be talked into something, to be challenged, to be dared. Because quite often, that's the best way to get us outside of our comfort zones and have us do something that we wouldn't have ordinarily done. Like I tell people, one of the best ways to get started is to have a good friend double dog dare you to do something. That's usually a good place to start.
0: (laughs) I agree with that. Oh, Max, I hope that you come back on the Divas at Care. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you today and learning all about you.
1: Right, I would love to do that, and I look forward to it. And I want to know, before you play your outro, can I sing the chorus for my for my new theme song?
0: I would love that.
1: Okay. If I can do it, what's your excuse? What's holding you back, what's stopping you? Go on and do it, what's there to lose? If I can do it, what's your excuse?
0: I'm the blind blogger, what's your excuse? Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with all our listeners today.
1: Well, thank you so much for letting me. Uh, One of the reasons I sing is because even now it makes me nervous. It goes back to a traumatic experience during my teen years. So I sing as a way of living my talk and letting people know that sometimes we just, even me, we just have to do things scared.
0: Oh, my goodness, Max. We're going to have to definitely come back on the Divas That Care. Thank you again so much for taking the time to chat with me today. You're very
1: welcome, and I appreciate you because without people like you, people would have never heard of me. There wouldn't be no The Blind Blogger without Divas That Care. (laughs)
0: exactly well you know what and that's why we love collaborating with amazing people like yourself and that's what the divas that care is all about and i know that that's what you're all about too max and it is a great collaboration and as i said we are so excited that you have joined us and i'd like to give you the title of an honorary diva for the divas that care
1: (laughs) you know i've never wanted to be a diva but now that i am one it feels right
0: (laughs) Awesome. We love it. Well, thank you again. And you know what? A big shout out to all of our listeners today. Thank you so much for tuning into this program. I'm going to be putting all of Max's information on all of our social media. So make sure you like, share, and comment on it. Go check out his fantastic website. You know what? The Blind Blogger is really cool, guys. You know, he's really inspiring so many people. Go check out all of his blogs, all of his podcasts. And share them with your friends and family, too. Again, thank you, Max. Thank you to all of our listeners. And please remember to do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, on DivasThatCare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.